welcome fiends to the Double D Movie Night Podcast. Okay, today we are talking about Willow Creek. Jim and Kelly, a couple with desires for adventure, decide to visit the site of the place where the infamous encounter with Bigfoot happened and was filmed, the Bluff Creek, with hopes of being able to capture real evidence of the creature, evidence that goes beyond their bravery when they start to realize what truth lies behind the woods. As it was said, uh, we're doing Willow Creek. It was written and directed by Bobcat Goldthwaite, and uh, it was released in 2013. Let's do some fun facts. Rock, cute, cool sound effects. Okay, this is uh, based on the Patterson-Gimlin film from 1967. That film was shot with a 16mm Cinecodac K100 with a mobile grip handle. Uh, 952 frames of Bigfoot were shot, amounting to approximately 39.7 seconds at 24 frames per second. It was strongly rumored that special effects makeup, uh, John Chambers makeup, effects, wizard, trash mouth, we already know. Um, John Chambers created a suit that was used in the film. As part of the elaborate hoax, both the filmmakers and Chambers himself have denied this accusation. Real quick, though, what do you think? I don't know. I, I'm I'm still undecided on that film. Okay, I've watched it hundreds of times because mm-hmm. who doesn't want to see that extra creepy, you know, crypto crazy animal monkey man? Yeah. You know, I've been watching that video since I was little and I figured out Bigfoot could be real. Now, question for me is, you know, do you think Bigfoot is real? And in my opinion, it's a possibility. I mean, there's a lot of shit that we haven't explored on our planet. Yeah. Deep in the ocean, there are forests that we haven't really gotten into that, I mean, we're still discovering animals to this day. So it's like, hmm, could be, you know, and the video, the film, um, I feel like, I feel like it was a hoax. Um, it's definitely very, a very human walk. Okay. Well, hot take here. Yeah. It's it. I feel like it's a hoax. I feel like it was used to gain, you know, your 15 minutes Mm -hmm. and all of that footprints. You know what? I've I wouldn't doubt that there was one out there making those giant footprints. And I've seen so many casts by so many different people and so many shapes and sizes. Mm-hmm. You know, I I don't know. But when you watch the video, if you watch around where his hips are, you can see a separation, a very obvious separation between the hip joint and the torso. Where it doesn't move in a fluid motion. It kind of moves in a derpy kind of, I'm wearing a fur vest motion. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, I mean, I feel like the video was a hoax. Whatever. It is what it is, but... Yeah. You agree with me on that? Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely always leaned more towards hoax on that one. Um, And, like you said, there's always the possibility that he's out there, but, you know, as many people say... You know, the the fact that they've never come across any dead ones, any bones, you know, anything like that. It's just always, you know, makes it makes it a little harder to believe. But and then, you know, how it's mixed in with folklore and, you uh-huh. know, native lore and stuff like that. It really it it is kind of a it's kind of like an alien question. Like, do you believe in aliens? Right. That whole concept. Like, are we the only living, intelligent beings in our solar system right you know which that's for another day (laughs) because i've got thoughts but let's carry on with our fun facts because we took a lot of time talking about this movie okay more fun facts the one take tent scene is uh quote unquote one take tent scene is 18 minutes long which is shocking because when you're watching it in the moment, it feels like fucking forever. It did definitely seem very long. <laughs> it felt like for fucking ever. Yeah. I was watching it and I was like, this is like most of the movie. Ninety. <laughs> it, it felt like 90% of the movie <laughs> was in the... Te- and it was not. Bobcat Goldthwait did all the throaty Bigfoot sounds, mm. which is fun. You know, you can just picture him out in the woods just <laughs> screaming up a storm and running up against tents and shit. Um, the film was shot in only five days, which is really impressive for mm-hmm. this movie. Um, the two tents used in the film were purchased from Target uh, for $50 each. So budget-friendly Bigfoot movie. Um, the cast and crew all lived together throughout the whole shooting. So it was like a big Brady Bunch situation. Um, Bryce Johnson and Alexi Gilmore, who are the two main characters in the movie, um, literally first met when shooting the opening scene when they were driving to the woods. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was like, what? So those were our fun facts. Let's just go to Willow Creek now. Uh-huh. Okay. I want to talk about locations because... I always found this area really interesting, mm-hmm. how they just sort of embrace this Bigfoot phenomena, I guess. Um, and I mean, what better cryptid besides Mothman to have as your local celebrity? I mean, like the statues, adorable. <laughs> and they take, they're so lighthearted about it. Yeah. I really, I really like that. But so the movie is shot in a couple real locations. Um, and it's like documentary, found footage style, Blair, very Blair Witchy. Yeah. Um, not as dramatic as Blair Witch, because you know when they're doing the interviews, they all go black and white. It's mm-hmm. real, like it's so dramatic. Um, but it's it's shot in the same fashion. Um, so they shot a Bigfoot burger, and this is this is a Bigfoot. This is on their website. I hope you're excited to hear about Bigfoot Burger. Um, The early bird restaurant, which sits 
east of Willow Creek along the Highway 299 is the home of the Bigfoot Burger. For decades, they've baked special foot-shaped French bread buns each morning to serve up their sandwiches specialty. According to the menu, it's two patties, cheese, three slices of bacon served on a homemade French foot, <laughs> which just sounds not appealing, right. piled with all the fixins. Um, I would eat the shit out of that. It did look pretty good. It looked like an enormous, like almost ciabatta burger. Uh-huh. It looked like it was going to be good. Um, and inside the the Bigfoot theme is expanded in a wall mural, but it's kind of a trippy Bigfoot, um, shown like skipping across rocks, holding a bunch of daisies, while uh-huh. the other Bigfoot heats coffee and donuts over a campfire. Uh-huh. And like I said, they really don't take Bigfoot very seriously. <laughs> I mean, the, they show the mural in the movie and it's it's something. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? I would like to see that in person someday because I'm a total ass like that. <laughs> you know, and then while we're there at Bigfoot, um, at the Bigfoot restaurant, they're, you know, eating their Bigfoot hamburgers, sandwiches, whatever you want to call them. And uh, I highly appreciated the penis jokes, uh, the Bigfoot penis jokes. Yeah. So what if it wasn't a hamburger? What if it was a hot dog? Hot dog yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Bigfoot got a dong. Um, they stayed at the Bigfoot Hotel. And the description for Bigfoot Hotel is relaxed rooms with some kitschiness in a casual motel featuring Bigfoot statues parking and barbecues how do you say no to that Mm. and the owner they did they interviewed the actual people that lived in the town um and the owner was in the movie and she was very sweet i did read a bunch of yelp reviews and i was gonna do bad yelp reviews (laughs) for the hotel but i was like you know what no i'm not doing it so like I said, it was very, um, very Blair Witchy, um, yeah. for a good portion of the movie. I mean, duh, it's a documentary found footage, but, yeah. um, and then there was this story told by a man named Troy and he talked about how his dog was killed by a Sasquatch. I'm not going to say <laughs> how, but it was so sad. I would never, ever, ever want that to happen to our idiot dog. Right. I mean, he's dumb, but never. How heartbreaking. It was very heartbreaking. But um, it has, like, lots of local flavor. They do stop in a couple taverns, and you get to see local musicians, and they play their Bigfoot music, which uh-huh. is interesting. Yeah, we got to hear two different Bigfoot songs. Two. Di- two. That's right, two. And then the end credits... There was a third. Um, And then, like, on the way to their campsite, there was a bit of a conflict. You know, she wants to move to L.A. He doesn't want to move. You know, normal. Uh She's kind of a bitch about it, but whatever. Yeah. Um, But it's like, oh, no, here here comes the exciting parts. I mean, it wasn't that it wasn't exciting. It was interesting to watch because it was actually kind of informative if you 
I mean, if you looked at it, I guess, through my eyes, maybe not through your eyes, but, you know, I didn't know about Bigfoot Restaurant. I didn't know about how seriously this town took yeah. Bigfoot. Yeah. I thought that part of it was, you know, was cool, but, you know, for the most part, between the two of them, their dialogue together, it yeah, wasn't yeah. really a It was enough. a little it dry. Was a little, yeah. Yeah. It was a little weird. But I, I did like when they started having conflict. <laughs> Yeah, I I like that kind of shit. So, um, so I like as they're driving to this campsite, and he's like so stoked, and he's just like you know just Bigfoot talk all the way. Mm -hmm. Um, they run into this random local guy, and it felt like very um, how do you say uh. Like, it was pretty, well, you know, because they're deep in the hills, and there's there's mountain people, and uh. there's, like, randos everywhere. And, uh, yeah, I feel like there was a tense moment. It was like, okay, so this guy, big guy, not a little guy, big uh. guy, comes out of the woods and is like, you need to leave. You can't be here. Rah. I mean, in that situation, what do you think you would do? Probably tell him to fuck off. <laughs> You're like, I'm gonna go find Bigfoot. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I mean, I agree. I probably I, I would have taken it the same way that uh, the actor in the movie did it. Yeah, the way it was written, being like, okay, but be fully prepared to go in a different direction and get there anyways. Yeah, you know, no matter what it took. Um, the guy seemed to be pretty interested in in the plant life. He was like. Oh, it's so beautiful. I mean, it was. It was beautiful. Uh-huh. But he was like, oh, this mo- this this big old pile of moss is so sweet. <laughs> like, who thinks moss is sweet? Nobody ever. I, I've never heard that in my life, but no. there was some sweet moss. I mean, it was pretty. I don't know about sweet. <laughs> um, So they find this pile of crap in the woods. Big pile of crap. Yeah. He's like, and the question is, is it Bigfoot crap, bear crap, or Pope scat? Did you catch that? Mm, I didn't quite hear what he said when he said that. Pope scat. So, you know, like, you know, does the Pope shit in the woods? Does the bear shit in the woods? It was a touch on that. Gotcha. Wow. Wow. You didn't even pay attention. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the whole time... And you can attest to this is the whole time they were walking to this campsite, they were hiking through these oh, super dense forest mm-hmm. to this campsite. And the whole time I kept saying, you need to mark those trees. You, you're not going to find your way out. You need to mark your trees, mark the goddamn trees with anything. Break branches. I don't care. Yeah, they were pretty unprepared as far as, you know, going on the camping trip, especially in that type of, you know, environment. You know, they basically it's all they had was their tents. And their cameras. I mean, who goes camping with just tents and cameras? Not me. <laughs> I mean, Fuck that. They didn't have, like, a compass. They didn't have anything. They didn't use GPS. Nope. And lucky them, they didn't even have a signal out there, so it wouldn't have worked anyways. But still, compass, anything, anything. Mark the goddamn trees. Yeah. It was driving me crazy. Because, you know, you know that they don't have a compass because they're not using a compass. Yeah, I mean, they're just... No, they're not using, wandered, like, a map. Wandered off... You know, the side of a road, a dead-end road into the forest with no possible way of finding their way back to their car. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, 
my first thought is, what if you're in danger? You have to get to safety somehow, right? Mm-hmm. It was driving me bananas. And, and it's not like they were going on a very short distance. I mean, they were like talking about a couple hours into the woods. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, that's a long way. If you walk straight into the woods for a couple hours, I'd be shocked if yeah. you come out again. It's going to start to look the same eventually. Well, yeah, and it did. It all did. It was beautiful, but it was all very similar. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, they find this beautiful creek bed, and the guy decides to dive in. So, you know, he takes a quick dip. Nothing, ex- ex- you know, exciting about it. Mm-hmm. Unless you like man butts. That's all on you, though. Um, he comes out, and there's his sack was flung into the tree, like 10 feet up mm-hmm. on a branch. And I was like, that Bigfoot, he's a prankster. <laughs> Just his one sock. Mm-hmm. Ooh, he's a silly boy. That was my first thought. I don't know how else I would have gotten up there. I mean, unless you got some nasty raccoons. Yeah. But I don't think raccoons would do that. Probably not. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Bigfoot. He's a little prankster. He I throws mean, socks. I feel like they set it up at this point in the movie for you not to be sure yet if it was a Bigfoot or if it was, you know, one of the locals that were trying you to fucking with him. Yeah, fuck with him. Yeah. Well, so after this part comes that 18-minute tense scene that felt like forever. And not in a bad way. Like, I hit my heart dropped into my stomach and then my stomach dropped out of my ass. Like it was like pure fear. And I don't really get that way with movies, especially these kinds of movies. Cause mm-hmm. you know, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. Right. Right. But it definitely wasn't like that. Um, so, you know, they're in the tent and they hear the yowling or the call of the Bigfoot or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, and he seems so chill, like almost really excited. And she's just sort of like, this is bullshit. <laughs> she's very much not into it. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. What would you do if you were in this tent in the middle of nowhere, you know, two hours away from your car and you hear this Yeti screaming and the knocking? I mean, at first it was pretty far in the distance. Yeah. But... Those, those, uh, those howls and knocks, they got pretty close pretty quick. They did. I feel like. And I'll say that was, you know, it wouldn't just be sitting there, you know, all calm. That's for sure. But also, as I said, if it was me in the situation, I'd be more prepared. (laughs) (laughs) Going looking for a Yeti, you better be sure I'm going to have at least a machete. Yeah shotgun something something, just in case he's not friendly you know because they didn't have anything literally nothing uh it was so painful to watch them and be like you you could have been fine Mm -hmm. (laughs) but yeah so hearing him yelling in the woods would you get out of the tent if you were equipped and be like get the fuck out of here yeti you know rather be able to like and, and of course you know depending on how you set up your campsite you better set up your campsite so that you're not in the middle of an open area yeah that you know? was a stupid move and, and like especially after the scene where they were just like huddle up against like some really thin trees i'm like oh you want your back yeah. against something solid so you could see what's coming at you you know yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god but yeah i would have if 
fully equipped, mm-hmm. knowing my my deft abilities, which aren't many. Um, yeah, I would have gotten out of the tent at that point. I would be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'd be better off running blindly into the night mm. than sitting here waiting yeah. for a scary monkey dude to come get you, me. Because you can't see what's going on outside that tent. No. And the tent, and like the stupid part about that whole tent thing is that they had the camera light on mm. for obvious reasons. I mean, for shooting a film, obviously it makes sense. Right. But that that light is emphasized by the tent. The tent gives off a shimmer. If you've ever been in a tent and you turn on a flashlight, go outside, you see like bright, it's really bright. The tent is bright and everything around it is bright. And it's just like, yeah. dumb move. But eventually he does turn off the light. And then he turns it back on right quick, though. What? <clears throat> so it's like, all right. He does. He, they decide to stay in this goddamn tent for, for they plan to stay for the duration. So they make it through the night. They make it into dawn, and they start hike, trying to hike back home or to the car. I mean, mm-hmm. and um, then you get that real Blair Witch feel, walking in circles, blaming each other, fighting, all sorts of shit. And then everything goes fucking batshit crazy again. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Like, Blair Blair Witch would have been awesome if a Yeti came chasing after those kids. <laughs> <laughs> not that it's not awesome. Because it is one of my favorite movies. But... If a fucking Yeti came out the woods throwing boulders at him... Mm-hmm. I mean, I really would have... It would have been one of my favorite movies ever. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. So, that happens. And that's fine. Squatch is throwing rocks at him now. Mm-hmm. And she's absolutely flipping out. And she sort of turns into a coward very quickly. Mm. Um, he's still dumb. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. And then you hear the yowling again. And, you know, the knocking again. And then it cuts to night. And camera comes on, and they're just huddled in this little... Seriously, it was like three saplings and like a very sad bush. And it was like, what are you doing? Like you you said, you should be... You should find a a tree that was knocked down and like get underneath it so that nothing can get behind you and get you. All you can see is what is in front of you. So I mean, they weren't even like back to back; they were like right next to each other. Literally, like their whole back was just like was wide open, blind spot. Which I mean, you can already assume that the Yetis did they they took uh they took advantage of that. So they started throwing rocks again, and I mean, Yetis be Yetis, man. If they don't want you there, they're gonna throw rocks at you. Mm -hmm. And they were communicating with each other. You know, yowling, and you could start hearing lots of them. Now it wasn't just one; it was you know, all of a sudden there were two yells and three yells and four yells, and you're like, "Oh, these people are fucked. They're not making it out. They're gonna die." Anyways, (laughs) so they're running through, and. You know, she's just like, I want to be home now. I just want to go home. <laughs> and, you know, again, with the Blair Witch style, mine is the whole booger situation. True, true. Because that would have been great if they just 
redid that, and there was just a big snot hanging out of her nose. Um, but overall, especially the tent scenes and the ending scenes, I really feel like the actors' emotions were genuine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how they filmed it, so I don't know if, like, they just made it up as they went along and actually scared the shit out of these two people or if it was planned and they were just really good at acting horrified mm -hmm. but it was fantastic i mean their like dialogue like regular talky chat stuff was very basic yeah but once they started getting the shit scared out of them they were really good very 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 convincing <clears throat> But still, all I can picture, even though I'm not talking about him right now, is Bobcat just running through the woods. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. all I can think of him banging rocks together and shit. Sorry, yeah. that's. I will never not see that in my head. <laughs> so then we come to the end. I'm not really going to get into the end because I really would like it if, you know, to leave it open for interpretation mm -hmm. for you guys because it punched me in the face and it was so fast it like it was like one second running next second not running next second screaming yetis and then i can't even tell you what happened because it'll ruin it yeah but then you're like what the fuck did i just see it absolutely threw me off and i was literally afraid to go to the bathroom in my own house <laughs> Because I was pretty sure there was a Sasquatch in my hallway. Huh. No, it was true, though. I was scared. <laughs> I, know. I know. You were there. I was here. You got to see me be a big baby about it. And it was not a Yeti. It was just the cat. I know, but it could have been. <laughs> and I, you know, and you know, I don't really get feelings from movies. So that means I must have really liked it. <laughs> so... With all of that said, how do you think Bobcat did? I think Bobcat did pretty good with this one. I know he's made a few more films that uh, I'd like to check out. Um, but seeing how, you know, I first heard about this movie a few years ago when he was on Joe Rogan. Um, you know, I think I think it, uh, it lived up to, you know, the hype. I didn't know there was hype. Because I didn't know it existed, but... Well, I mean, you know, him him and Rogan talking about it. You know, Rogan, obviously. Oh, yeah. You know, big, you know... He's, yeah. He's a nerd, so... Into the, into the Bigfoots and all that Yeah, shit. he's a super dork. But, after you told me about it, I sort of, like, tucked it into my, into my little library in my head. And I was like, someday I'm going to get to it. And I am so very happy that we got to it. <laughs> It was, you picked it, basically, so, I mean, good job on that. Yeah. Good job. I'd give you a high five, but I don't like you that much. <laughs> Love you. No, but um, I would give it four and a half monkey paws. I really liked it. I really liked the last half of the movie, and that's what made it for me, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I almost agree. I was going to say four. Yeah. For just because, you know, like I said, a lot of the dialogue between the two of them in the beginning was just a little bit 
you know, it's kind of cringy. It was. It was. <laughs> that that part could have had a better script to it. Yeah, but as far as the action went, the action made up for it in my book, because it's like my whole time I'm like my gut was coming out of my butt and I was very uncomfortable. My heart was pounding. I was really nervous because I've been camping. I've been in a tent. I've heard a creepy noise and it's like, oh my God, this is like 400 times worse. Just, I don't know. It affected me. Mm-hmm. So four and a half and a four is not bad. Good job, Bobcat. You did good, buddy. So that's it for Willow Creek. Um, Yeah. So now's the time we say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Please feel free to join us um, in our Facebook group. Uh, it's Double D Movie Night. Um, you can just put it in the search bar and we will pop up. It's got a picture of Bubs holding his headphones like, eh. and if you would like to email us, you can email us at Double D Movie Night at gmail.com. Sorry, remember my mouth is trash. Anyways, and you can join us on Instagram, uh, Double D Movie Night, or you can follow us on Twitter at movie underscore double, and we can keep in touch, and you can share with us, and we can share with you, and you can see all the fun shit that we do. All right, bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to follow, review, and rate us on your favorite podcast app.